everyone. A very, very happy Monday to you all. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Life Out Loud. I am honestly loving recording episodes and putting them out every single week. I do record them in advance so that I have them all prepared for the up and coming weeks. So it's just so weird to think that I had a big bulk of episodes recorded that have all went up now and it's been out for six weeks. How has it been over a month since I released it? I just, I can't believe it. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, I would definitely recommend going and listening to that before listening to this, because this is actually part two of last week's topic. Before we get into that, I'm going to quickly give you the happiness factor of the week, which was a very personal thing. I know it's not going to relay much onto you, but it just made me so happy this week. Again, when this comes out, this will have been a couple of weeks ago, but basically my family from London came up and surprised me this week. I only just came home yesterday from staying at my dad's where they came up and honestly, it was so nice to see them again. I haven't seen my cousin since I was four or two or four. I don't remember which one. It was that long ago. I think I might have been two actually from um, what we both remember. But yeah, they came up and surprised me and met the kids and it was just a really nice heartwarming time to see them again and yeah, it's really important to spend time with family. Like, loads of my family are in London. A lot of them are here. But it's hard because it is so far away. But hopefully when I move there, I'll see a lot more of them. I mean, I definitely will. <laughs> Something I really want to start doing on the podcast when I'm sharing what's made me happy this week, I really want to include, anonymously of course, what's made some of you happy this week or something you want to recommend to everyone. I want to start featuring those. So if you want to head to the Life Out Loud Instagram, which is just Life Out Loud Podcast with an underscore on the end, there's a link to email there. So you can either send us a DM with what's made you happy this week or an email, either's fine. And then I can start featuring them in every episode. I'm also going to start putting on a question box on the stories so put notifications on keep an eye out for that you can do it there if not just a dm or an email i can't wait to see what you all send in so as i said this week's episode is a continuation from last episode last week's topic was all about the social side of surviving high school bullying fake friends real friends boys all that kind of thing but this is part two because a huge part if not the main part of school is the academic side the exams the stress the teachers all that is a huge part of school. I know sometimes a social can take over that, but that's what it's all about. And that is just as hard, if not worse, than dealing with the other stuff. So this section of the topic is going to be all about that. My advice on dealing with the stress of exams, the academic expectations from everyone around you. The truth is some people are just not academic. Some people are. Some people are really gifted. I have always been an academic person just because of my upbringing, but not everybody is. And the thing is as well, GCSEs and exams, it's not for everyone. I performed way better in my lessons. I stuck in. I had a great deal quality and quantity of work. I worked so hard. My books 
were really good but put an exam paper in front of me and I just totally my mind went blank and because it was the pressure and stress of an of an exam scenario an exam situation it totally put me off my game and I don't think it's fair to test somebody's knowledge in that much pressure and situation it's like a driving test I was so good in my lessons but I failed driving test a couple of times before I passed because of the exam situation but unfortunately although it is unfair that's just how it is I've been through school I did mocks I did exams and I was in year 10 when Covid happened so I missed a whole year of school before my GCSEs and obviously that was really hard but I've done them I got the best grades I could and I'm here today to share my tips and tricks on surviving school with that side of things because there's so much that goes into it and there's so much stress and pressure and it can be really really overwhelming so my parents are very different my mum has literally smashed her exams went to college went to university got a degree and she's got an amazing job she has been so academic over the years that she has worked so hard to get where she needs to be my dad is more entrepreneurial he kind of has had his own businesses and has these amazing ideas for me I feel like really privileged to have both of those sides in me because they're both really useful and really helpful but because my sister didn't do as well in school it was obviously she had her own stuff going on I felt nobody put this on but I felt like that pressure was on me to kind of get the A star grades you know and especially after the bullying and everything I experienced that totally put me off wanting to go into school wanting to stick in I've always wanted to stick in my favorite subjects were English history art that's kind of where I was. I was terrible at maths and terrible at science. And that's another thing. You don't have to be good at every subject. When you go to college and university, you're focused on one thing. But in school, it's all of these things. I get that some are options, but English, math, science, it's compulsory. Sometimes in religious schools, RE as well. You can't be expected to smash every single thing, especially when you might not enjoy it. I took PE and I really hated it. I liked the, you know, physical bit of PE because me and the girls would just mess on and dance and trampolining and, you know, when we had to play badminton or tennis, we would just totally have a laugh, especially in the summer. But the theoretical side was 70%, which I didn't realise when I took it. And this is my one, well, I've got quite a lot of advice, but the one thing I will say is please, as much as it's as I said the social side takes over as much as you think it's so important do not take a subject because your friends are taking it I did that with PE and I hated it I hated the theoretical side it was horrible I didn't understand it I wasn't interested in it and that totally threw me off the subject you're still gonna see your friends you might still if be in form with them you know tutor form be in some lessons with them you'll see them at break time lunch time this is your exams at the end of the day you need to enjoy and be invested in a subject in order to succeed science and maths i had a maths tutor although i am kind of academically intelligent because i stuck in 
there was subjects that I just really didn't enjoy. Science was kind of like a mess, mess on subject. I think everyone can agree. Everyone just messed around in science. I didn't enjoy it. I hated it. I was really good at biology and a little bit of physics. Chemistry, you can just forget about that for me. That was totally out the window. I hated it. And I was definitely more of an English person. I really stuck in. But maths, I had to have a maths tutor because I was awful. I never understood it. I could never get my head around it. I could never see the point in it. And it was just horrible. I mean, I can't think of a subject in maths I enjoyed or found easy. So obviously, because my mum is so academic, she wanted me to have a tutor to get better at it. I hated that. It was so awkward. And I hate being under pressure because when it's in a classroom, there's loads of other people around. But when it's just one on one, the pressure's on you. And I mean, I hated every minute of it. I think she only came around three times and then COVID hit. So she couldn't. But I mean, yeah, I, I hated maths. But it's really important to know that do stick in, do try your hardest, but you do not have to be good at every subject, no matter what anyone says, no matter what your teachers say, your parents say. That expectation is always going to be there, but do not feel pressure to enjoy something or be good at something because it's so unfair as I said college university one thing you can't be good at everything it's such a variety of different things there's honestly so much pressure these days on young people with their exams and I get it because they are important but do not take my word for gospel do not think because Lola said this I'm gonna slack off but your GCSEs will sometimes in some jobs they do they are required to get on I'm, I'm totally recommending you stick in do your hardest but if you can't physically and mentally put up with the pressure to do well your GCSEs aren't the end of the world they are really not despite what anyone says it's just a number or a letter on a piece of paper I have not been asked for my GCSE results apart from going to college no job has ever asked me for them like they're just not they are at the time it feels like they're the most important thing in the whole wide world and I get that because they are important but it's not the end of the world they really aren't the be all and end all and I said this to Preston when he was doing his GCSEs obviously I'd done them by that point but they aren't the end of the world it's just a number if you do great so proud by the way that you can you know cope with that pressure and do that but if you can't that's totally okay it really is okay it's not the end of the world and it doesn't mean you're going to get nowhere in life because you didn't do well in school do, like jobs can't judge you when you're 25 on an exam you took when you were 15 or 16 years old you know it's it's just ridiculous with saying that and going back to what I was saying originally everyone is different if some if the girl sitting next to you the boy sitting next to you is getting a stars and you're not everyone is different you can't compare yourself to other people because school is taken and you know has it's engulfed in loads of different perspectives and ways and everybody is so different you cannot compare yourself to anyone just because somebody else is doing better than you in a higher set than you it doesn't mean you're doing bad it just means they can cope with that exam pressure better you might be able to cope in lessons better like me yeah there's just so much pressure on shoulders but you also have to remember that 
there's so many different factors that contribute to why you might not be doing so well in school. Again, going back to last week's episode, bullying, friends, boys, that can all disrupt your learning and what you're doing in school and your work and the effort you're putting into your work. It did for me. My experience with bullying harassment did affect my schoolwork I couldn't concentrate I just wanted to go in the toilet all the time and cry I didn't want to be in the lessons because those girls were in them throwing stuff saying stuff and yeah and another thing teachers teachers it's a funny one because as much as I have so much respect for teachers going and getting the degree wanting to help other people do well and get to where they were some teachers can just be to put it bluntly a pain in the arse my spanish teacher i took spanish because i really liked the language i really was invested in it wanted to learn my spanish teacher at the start of school was actually from spain she was the most amazing woman but in year eight which is the second year of school she left and then for the last three years we were left with a spanish teacher who had a favourite but she hated me I mean my there was this thing I don't know if they still do it in school what was it called it was um it was kind of like a parent thing and you got negatives and positives for doing things in lessons and I, I would never get negatives in lessons because I was never like a class clown I, I would mess on it in science not gonna lie but she would give me negative points per se for my mum to see, for everything I did, I'd I'd run out, my pen would run out, I'd sneeze in an exam and she just hated me and that totally put me off the subject. You've got to think, if you don't like the teacher who's teaching you that subject, are you really going to be invested? Are you really going to be doing your best? Are you going to be enjoying it? I don't think so. My history teacher was my favourite teacher. He was so down with the kids, he joked, he wasn't big on phones away, you know, Obviously, when he was teaching, he'd say, look, put your phones away. Um, But he was funny and it made me enjoy the subject so much more. I was sat with my best friend as well. Think who you're sat with also affects it. Boys in school are just class clowns. They're disruptive and you're not really going to get very far sitting around those people. You've just got to think so many different things contribute to it. So take all that pressure and weigh off your shoulders if you feel like you're not doing as well and you're trying your hardest because there's so many different things. Teachers though are a huge part of school and you can't be disrespectful of them because they have all the power and it's hard. As I said in the last episode, part one of this topic, my year manager was supposed to be the person I could go over any problems, would resolve anything going on in the year. And I was getting bullied. She did nothing. She did nothing but stir the pot. Think about how that made my school experience. If I had had a better year manager and better teachers, then that could have been resolved. It's like in my little brother's school, there was a situation, rang home straight away. It won't be tolerated. It's resolved now. My school wasn't like that. The teachers didn't think to report what was happening to me to my parents. They just let it happen. And then I remember there was this French teacher who was horrible. I mean, he he literally harassed the kids. He would write on Twitter about the kids. He wrote a tweet about my sister once because she went to the same school as me. Obviously, she's four years older. So when I started, she left. So we're only in there for a year together. But honestly, just... You don't have to like every teacher and it's so hard to try not to say anything because they're just people. You have freedom of speech, you should be able to say what you think. But you can't because they hold the power and it will put you at a disadvantage in the subject. So 
Obviously exams is the end point of school, it's the main focus, the main, I mean that's the reason you're there. So my advice is, I mean, teachers are like, do hours and hours and hours of revision, Preston did, Preston did revision for nine hours straight most days. I couldn't do that but again everyone is different. My advice is plan, write things down, have an actual revision schedule, know what subjects you're going to do on what days and actually have a balance as well. I mean, it's so important to do your revision. I mean, definitely do it. I didn't do much revision though. I didn't do much at all and I still, still, sorry, still got really good grades. And it's not the be all all and end all, but teachers say you need to do this, you need to do that, you don't. Do what works best for you. If you want to revise for nine hours a day, that's fine. If you want to do it twice a week for a couple of hours like I did, that's fine. Whatever works best for you. But the most important thing is do not let it take over your life. Make sure you have a really good balance between revision and also getting out the house, doing stuff, living, you know, going out for lunch, spending time with your friends because it really can consume your life revision and you know studying and it really can be stressful so make sure you're doing it at a right pace for you do whatever makes you feel comfortable and don't overdo it despite what your parents your teachers your friends might be doing or saying to you it's your life and you know what's best for you you know what's going to get you the best grades but if you don't get the grades you want if you don't get a stars on every single subject it's totally okay it's not the end of the world your life is not gonna end and I promise you it does not mean you can't go and get a good job and go and follow your dreams I got good grades I didn't get the grades I wanted in every subject I got a four in maths that's a pass it's a low c I was terrible at it although having a tutor and trying I'm still proud I passed it the rest of the subjects I did get a lot higher grades than that but I didn't get a stars in every subject like Preston again that's just because I'm he's different to me he put nine hours of revision in every single day that didn't work for my lifestyle, that was going to tip my mental health over the edge, so I didn't decide to do that. I still got grades I'm proud of, I could have done better, but I've accepted that now, I was still happy and I made everybody smile when they looked at that sheet. And don't feel pressure from anyone else, it really, they'll be proud of you no matter what. My mum still smiled when India passed, she didn't get great grades, but she still passed, she still smiled, she was still proud, despite what my sister thought she would think you know it's it's just one of them things that you have to go through and that you have to survive and my tips everything I've said in this video take them away try and do your best and study but do not panic or worry if you can't do it if you struggle in exam situations like I did if you've got other things going on at school at home god there's so many issues that people are going through that you just don't realize especially teachers who don't care <laughs> really even when I've tried to go to them about what was happening they didn't care they wouldn't put me in a different lesson still had to sit with them girls I remember in maths um, I had to sit in the breakout area to do my work and at the end of the day my year manager went in although the teacher was okay with it the year manager went in and said don't let Lola do that again just trying to purposely put me through torture and then I had to sit with them and they would throw things off me and shout across the classroom and it was horrible but everyone has their own personal struggles you might have yours even if it's nothing extreme like home issues you know bullying or anything like that you still have worries and concerns and doubts and that is totally 
totally okay and normal. I know that this episode hasn't been the longest one. Obviously, it's a continuation. It was a part two. And I've wrote down little points, key points I wanted to say and mention. And I've mentioned them all. I think I've got my point across and gave you the best advice I possibly can. And that's all I really wanted to do today in part two of the surviving secondary school subject. So I've linked, just like every single episode, I've linked this week's quote of the week to what I've been talking about today. And the quote of the week is, everybody is a genius but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree it will spend its whole life believing that it is stupid and all the fish in the tree figure of speech is popular everyone knows what it is and means but I really want to emphasize it because it's so true just like I've said and emphasized in this episode everybody is good at different things just because you're not good at one thing doesn't mean that you can't be good at something else it doesn't mean that you are not good at anything at all I know this was a bit of a shorter one, again it was just a part two, just a continuation, but I hope you enjoyed it anyway and I really do hope that you've took something from it and took some advice and if you are going through school, if you are looking back on your school time and wish you'd done it differently, it's totally okay. If you're in school at the minute doing your exams, doing I know it's probably a half term but it'll be mocks soon. So I hope that all goes okay, you can do it again, if you can't, it's totally okay totally fine. Thank you so much for listening to part two. I love you all so much and I'll see you next Monday for a brand new episode. Bye!